What's up, fans of dominant, unbeatable FC Cincinnati, and also fans of other teams who are peeking their heads in, trying to get a taste of the glory. It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. And that tingly feeling all over your body means we are back! I don't know a game number, but it's episode 25 of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. Radio. We We are are the gift. My name is Jonah. Directing you to help us with the lunge for 400 on Twitter by following Knifey Lion Radio. If you have friends that like FCC but haven't listened, let them know what they're missing. Today I am blessed to be joined by the former indoor instigator, Zach. Hi. Hello. Good day. Also joining us, the man with USL quality but an MPSL body, it's Nick from Soccer. Corbin Bum. <laughs> Not joining us today, the 100% real human known as Chad. Today we get the pleasure of talking about Saturday night's 3-0 thrashing Gosh. over Forrest Lasso's career stepping stone. After that, we'll look for a... Dingle smash. We'll then pick our FCC... Man. ...of the week... Then we will excite the masses by answering our user-submitted questions in a segment we'll call... I'm listening. I'm listening. But folks, it's VIP week here at KLR, so only those who own a Knifey Lion scarf are allowed behind the velvet rope in the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. I like that. Keep it exclusive. (laughs) It means I'm out. You can take one today. Okay, cool. Um, But before all that, a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Lord Speedway, home of the frozen temptress known as the Speedy Freeze. Folks, I haven't had one in a couple weeks, and I've caught myself violently shaking in the middle of the night. My wife is frightened, says I look possessed, and has sent the children to stay at her parents until the madness blows over. Mmm, could really go for a cold one right now. Make the nightmare stop, Speedway! Zach, some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I hate to chime in every time you mention Speedway, but I was there the other day. Woodlawn Speedway. Not a very good one. Um, but? The machine was down. <laughs> a little girl was in tears. That's not a joke. It's real. Uh, get it together, Woodlawn Speedway. You're acting like a Taco Bell. Now, my big complaint is not that it was down, but the woman behind the counter was like, Slushy machine's broken. <laughs> it's like, it's not a fucking slushy. Even funnier if there was no other employees and she's just trying to act like someone's working on it. Hey! No, right. she was yelling at the girl. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I said, ma'am, it's not a slushy. <laughs> Get out of your own store. Nick, do you have a Speedway story before I move on? Slushies are cold. That's all I got. Wow. Okay. Cut it out, cut it out. <laughs> the, no, the I Like Turtles guy is all grown up, folks. <laughs> One of our questions is, what kind of nonsense do you edit out? <laughs> oh. We should leave this in so they can see it. <laughs> now you know. But anyways, that brings us to this week's recap. recap. A colossal, by USL standards, first versus third place matchup. FCC took on Forrest Lasso's Jilted Lover, the Charleston Battery. Guys, did you know this? A Charleston Battery is when you dance to Charleston as if you're powered by, that's right, folks, a battery. Nick, did you know that? Is the, like the Energizer Bunny kind of deal? Kind of. That's getting edited out too, isn't it? Zach, do you want to admit, were you at the game or not before we get into this? No, I wasn't at the game. I haven't seen the game. However. However. I've seen the goals. (laughs) Those are the only parts that count. Um, Nick, you were there. Uh, 
any part of this starting lineup really gets your gourd besides the obvious? I mean, the obvious being Alashe. Is that what you're referring to? I wanted to see if you thought that was the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it was a test. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I I thought the starting lineup was uh, was exactly what I thought would be uh, an effective lineup. Yeah, no, I was, I was good with it. <laughs> Sorry for asking. But yeah, Fatai, Alashe, Alashe, Alashe got his first start. First playing time, actually, all together. Uh, Spencer Ritchie still back in goal. Patty Barrett back there uh, as the captain again. Um, another spit in the face to KLR by Coach Koch. Not starting out there. Best friend of the podcast. Cicerone on the bench for some insane reason. Emery Welshman back from suspension after murdering a man with a gentle forearm three games ago. Starts up top. Let me ask the question before we get into the game, Nick. How did you feel the new man... Fatal Fatai Alashe did. Yeah, he has some solid passing. I thought so. I mean, he was able to kind of, uh, it seemed like his range of passing was about 10 or 15 yards beyond what most players on our team are capable of. I mean, in terms of like ground and passing, he, he could see things unfold up the field. He he did have a couple flubs out there. Um, it wasn't a 100% game, but no, I think he's got pretty extraordinary vision and uh yeah, he's uh, very quick on the ball, very agile, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited. I was really excited to watch Adi the last couple games, but but Alashe has got me uh, got me uh, revved up over here. <laughs> you can't contain this guy's excitement. Uh, yeah, he had a couple errant balls, but some of it seemed. I know he's been playing in the MLS, but I would imagine he had a few nerves playing his first game for a new team in a new city. But after that, he was pretty on the money. He kind of reminded me of Michael LaHood if he was six inches taller. And that's a good thing. I'd say up to when Ledesma scored his goal, I wouldn't say we had a strong foothold on the game. But as soon as Ledesma scored his unassisted, beautiful, classic Ledesma-style goal, FCC really put our foot on Charleston Battery's throats. Zach, as someone who did see the goal, <laughs> you want to talk about the goal? Because that's one of the things you saw. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Quick little turn. I didn't see any of the buildup. Uh, quick little turn. Then uh, it was unassisted. Who cares about the buildup? Yeah, he he rolled it once with the sole of his foot and then let it rip all really fast. It wasn't like that fucking friendly goal where he had all the time in the world when he rolled it twice. Um, yeah, it was quick and then off the bottom of the crossbar, leaving the keeper in dismay. Um, it was very. Uh, Jonah texted me while I was at that Chromex show and it's like Ledesma with a very Ledesma goal so Ledesma and it was yeah I was thinking to myself that not to sound like Captain Obvious because he's our best player but uh I think he'll be good in the MLS <laughs> and I say that because he only needs as he showed last night he only needs a step towards his left and um you know no no MLS goalkeeper saving that goal either Nick what'd you think about that classic classic Manu moment last night no I think it was wonderful I, th- I think we did an excellent job in our midfield um in terms of our, our positioning on, on defense, because both the goals, I know I'm getting ahead a little bit here, but both the goals that we scored in the first half were basically from standing the other team up and winning the ball back. I mean, there was really no buildup on either goal. I mean, granted, the second goal had a couple passes between Bone and Abadway and, and Welshman, but um, but that was one in the midfield after uh, after we kind of, uh, kind of forced the, the ball out of their possession. So, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was wonderful. I don't know the guy's name. Tall number 10 for uh, Charleston Battery shot a fucking rocket, hit the center of the crossbar, and it bounced off. And almost immediately, we go down the other way. 
Nazmi played a beautiful ball to Corbin Bone that um, Welshman dummied to him. And a cool, calm, collected, beautiful Corbin Bone finish put us up 2-0 right before halftime. A real dream crusher. Zach, you saw the second goal. Thoughts <laughs> That's on the goal without any... Did you even know the guy had hit the crossbar before that? Yeah, no, I saw that. I thought... That adds a a little bit of context. Richie had that covered all the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I can't really comment on the goal. I kind of remember it. I watched it on my phone late at night. It was pretty straightforward, but um, Nick said it didn't really have much of a buildup, which is semi-true, but for the way we've been scoring this season, I'd say that's about as build-up-y as we can get. I did wear my jersey to the show. Um, We were playing with a band called Inclination from Louisville. I got a nice glare and a head shake, (laughs) as if to say no. Was Joe Vela the drummer? No. Okay, good. I guess the best part of that was the the knowledge of those three guys, Bone, Welshman, and uh, Abadwe, in regards to Welshman leaving that ball, like dummy, and it was was the was the clutch move in that whole scenario, which allowed Bone to be wide open to place in the corner. So that was uh, that was really a great thing to watch. I was uh, I was down with that. <laughs> well, uh, that'll segue into something you know. If you want to talk about Nick, you came over to sat, sit with me at halftime. We spoke on this. Um, Zach, you weren't there. Something we've noticed. Something a lot of people have noticed, but. Welshman, like that dummy, Welshman doing nothing but yet doing a lot. <laughs> he's, I feel like Welshman is uh, kind of getting undervalued because he's doing a lot of good things out there, but he's not having the scoring prowess or getting the same situations as Danny Koenig. Danny Koenig. And last night was a great example. He was, uh, his footwork was immaculate. His holdup was great. He didn't get a goal, but he had a fabulous game. Yeah, I know you just said you guys talked about it, but I feel the same way, and I... I'm curious to see the stats of, uh, I mean, you have to figure it out based on time on the field, but like how many goals we've scored with Welshman on the field, even if he didn't score them. Cause I feel like he's just always creating things. He's creating chances for himself too. A lot of times that he's not finishing. I think I might've said it last week, you know, he's got like the same amount of chances as Danny Koenig and like an insane discrepancy or whatever between Koenig's minutes and Welshman's minutes he's always making things happen he's always he has way better movement he's way more involved in the build-up play Welshman I think people are kind of like writing him off a little bit some people have said like oh he's probably looking for a way out now that we brought Addy in but like I don't know man I think he's getting kind of a raw deal yeah no I agree 100% I think Welshman had a had a great game actually yesterday the first 10-15 minutes he was on the field he looked like pretty much the the sharpest player on our team um, with some of the uh, situations he was creating I think he's He's just kind of plays an unfortunate role. I think a lot of times it's like the holding striker where it's kind of expected of him to hold the ball and kind of like play off to another another player or other players be playing off him. I mean, a lot of Danny Koenig's goals seem like he's kind of playing like a number nine spot sometimes where someone will win the ball and then play a pass to Danny who kind of like takes it in on goal. Um, I, don't, I don't really think there's a whole lot of Danny goals that are like just him winning the ball up top and taking it right on a goal. He usually getting a secondhand pass or something and that little like nutmeg move he's been doing where he's rolling the ball right like right between the the opponent's feet is uh is a real treat i've been loving it <laughs> i was just thinking like how many times have we all seen a game with him playing and thought like man welshman sucked it's like never yeah the only thing that has maybe sucked is his finishing a couple times but he was the one who got himself in the position to finish in the first place yeah i, I think mean- eventually in the scheme of his life, I would like to imagine those goals leaving out. And if you had to pick uh, Koenig or Welshman, like who will be better in the MLS personally, I would go with Welshman. I yeah. Know. I mean, I would too. And it's, 
you know, people would roll their eyes like, oh, look at the goals. I'm like, man, I don't give a shit, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to make hipster takes here, but I would take Welshman and Ciceroni and people would be like, well, what are they producing? But I just think they have the far bigger upside. And I think they'll both end up in the MLS at some point. I think the tagline of this podcast, besides uh, we are the gift, would be, if you take away the goals, <laughs> Nike Lion Radio. Um, some other things to talk about. Blake Smith, it's like 80%. You love what he's doing. Then a couple of times, he really makes your head scratch. And then he comes at you with those fancy, you know, behind behind the legs moves that he likes to do, or those back heel passes. Nick, get really down and dirty. On your Blake Smith take, real quick. You just basically explained all of it right there. No, <laughs> no. Just I mean, shake that's, your head and agree. It it really is the case. Like whole look. Like I think he looks great a lot of times with his ball movement and and the way he moves off the ball. Um, I think he he gets down on some tackles. Like he goes in like hard. I think a lot of times, and I always appreciate that. But there's always like this, like you know, other fifteen twenty percent of the time where he's like just making a bonehead like pass or like he's just not in the swing of things. And it's, it's very frustrating because it's like, I see the, the, the potential the guy has to be seriously one of the best players like on the field for any USL team. I don't know. See, he's relatively young, right? Is he like uh, is mid twenties or something? I would imagine. That's what he looks like. So he, he may have, you know, he may have some couple years ahead of him to mature a little bit, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, I'd say him and everyone overall had a good game. Some other takeaways we were noticing Forrest Lasso putting his body on the line several times. You could tell he didn't want to lose to his old team and they didn't. He made some diving headers, diving clearances. Um, they had that one wonky moment, him and, uh, Spencer Ritchie where, they both seemed unsure of exactly what was going on. My opinion is Richie. I mean, Richie is facing the field. He's seeing the, the, the whole play unfold. And Lasso is, literally has his back towards the field, and he's kind of like running towards Richie with the moving ball. So in my opinion, that's always a – if a goalie's going to come out, he's got to win the ball. That's absolutely the, got to be the case. So I don't know if he didn't call Lasso off or if it was just like he thought Lasso was going to stop or something. But to me, you have to pin that on Richie. And – He's making that decision, and uh, he's got to be verbal. He's got to explain to defenders what's going on. So Great game from Corbin Bone. Kenny Walker. Yeah, no, he looked like he was um, like back in his old uh, his old form. I mean, he was playing quick one-two balls, and he seemed to be always in the right position and uh, didn't look winded. So, yeah, no, he uh, – Looked like his the return of his old self. I was um, I was really happy for him and his performance. Uh, our boy Justin Hoyt, two weeks in a row, without being extremely demonstrative, but the one thing that he's not gotten yet that he seems desperate for is that elusive goal. He was going hard for it. He had a moment late in the game where it was like, I can blast this at the goal or I can try to cross it to Adi. Well, the answer to that question is... He blasted it, and uh, he went right at the keeper, but he's destined to get one by the end of this season, and Lord knows he's really trying. But speaking of Adi, how do you think he did, Nick? Yeah, it's kind of much of the same, really, wasn't it? I mean, he's uh, he's getting a couple looks, and uh, I, I again, I think some of his movements and um, some of the balls he plays, it's just very fluid-like. Well, you can you can honestly see some of the class that he has in just a couple of the, the movements that he makes out in the field. I think when he gets in a but match fitness that he's going to be uh it's going to be fucking formidable i think pretty hard to imagine him playing 90 minutes and not getting a goal just the way he's getting these chances in 20 minutes he had three really good chances two that i thought he would definitely score uh there was the own goal so the game finished three nothing then the fifth minute extra time we got an own goal and uh but if that guy didn't own goal it 
Adi was going to bury it. So <laughs> one way or another, he wanted to keep Adi off the score. She's like, fuck it, it man. It, I'm de- just putting this in. it definitely seems like the whole team is like just trying to feed him as many balls as possible. So he gets his first goal. It just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like imagining things, but it honestly seems like every time like our team gets the ball, they look right where Adi's at. And they're like, okay, we got to get this guy on the scoreboard. One person who I think is enjoying Adi's arrival because they had a few great connections. And we were talking about him being kind of quiet in the first half. And then he had the assist uh, to Corbin and played some good balls towards the end. And that's our man, Nazmi Abadawi. I was going to do a Where's Nazmi segment. But he arrived. He returned. And, uh, man, he was playing some good balls to Adi. He seems, uh, just in the whole general trend of the last couple games, that just he seems to be off a step or something. Like, he, last night I noticed he had a couple missed traps. Um, played a, a bad ball or two, but still still produced a lot of quality. And uh, I think he still has, uh, like I said at the beginning of the season, he's like one of those players like Kenny Walker where he can play uh, you know, a, one or two passes that make all the difference in the world where they lead to a goal or something. He just has that type of vision and that type of productive capability. I would say it was our best performance of this unbeaten streak, but I'll be honest with you, I mean, I forget half of those games. Zach, as someone who didn't watch the whole game but watched the highlights, was this our best game in a while? Yeah, I think I think it definitely was 100%. Doesn't get better than that. Um, but yeah, Ledesma got a yellow card. I don't remember what it was for, but he was doing some classic uh, non-goal scoring Ledesma stuff too. You know, it seems like a real pleasure to play against. Uh, just really pissing people off and winning hilarious fouls. We are now nine zero and four in our last thirteen unbeaten games. No one's even getting near us. Seems like everybody but us tied or worse last night. Yeah. Zach, any final thoughts on the game? No. (laughs) My final thought, it was a spectacular performance after Ledesma got that goal. And um, all it was missing was an Adi goal. Nick, do you have any final thoughts about the game? No, great game. I mean, uh, just like you guys were saying, it's a quality opponent. Um, Didn't they have, they had some type of like statistic too, where they haven't lost in like the last 10 games or something and hadn't been, hadn't gave up a, uh, a goal first in the game for like, I don't know how many minutes it was. It was something outrageous, but uh was really happy to see our, our defense play the way they did, especially for us last. So I think the guy's been playing remarkably um, the last three or four games. Um, that guy is definitely got to be someone we consider or take to us, or take with us rather to the MLS. Zach, you'll have a great answer on this since you didn't watch the game. Looking for this week's my deckle smash of the week. Uh, it'll be Patty taking a boot to the face, and that will be two weeks in a row of the Deckel Smash being another team smashing us. Nick, do you have a non-Patty to the face foot Deckel Smash that I'm missing? A chance, a time that we bodied one of their players? Because I'm not really remembering anything. The only fucking smash I'm thinking of is that ball just crushing the fucking crossbar. That guy drilled the shit out of that ball, and like I, you could, you could like literally see the crossbar like wobbling. So I just can't get that out of my mind. That's my fucking Deckel smash right there. Like <laughs> two weeks without Deckel, two weeks where we're on the receiving end. Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's points against Koch. What are you doing out there, Koch? We need to be smashing someone. Yeah. For this week's FCC Man. of the week, um, the obvious choice will be Ledesma. I'm gonna make an choice and i'll bleep out your last name and say my man of the week will be forrest lasso we probably would have won without him no i don't know that you know what i'm not gonna doubt my own choice i'm picking forrest uh we'll go to you nick last i'm gonna give it to nick could you stop i am i'm gonna give it to uh, zach first give it to ledesma and then let nick 
be the decider, or maybe he'll throw a wrench in there. No, man, I'm going Lasso, too. Um, Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and to be honest with you, it just kind of transcends just last game. It's really the way he's been playing the last three or four games. Like Zach was saying after that Nashville game on that podcast, that, you know, he was, I think, obviously the man of the game. We both were in agreement with that. It was absolutely criminal that he uh, was not considered on, like, one of the online polls. But, uh, yeah, he, he had a uh, bone to pick, and guys went in diving headers in the, in the box and just running down balls and making sweet tackles. And, you know, he had a couple long balls that actually ended up on the foot of somebody on our team. So, like, <laughs> that, was, that was probably the most uh, amazing thing. But What is criminal on this? No offense to Patty, but uh, last week, Patty's in USL's Team of the Week, and the week before, Forrest Lasso was not or like – also, what the fuck did Patty do last week? <laughs> he had a good game. I think they just saw he was the captain and like the defense played good. It's like, uh, yeah, let's just throw him on there. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not hating, but it's just odd. Um, yeah, and the Nick, the reason we can only pick one FCC Man of the Week is because we only get one gift card from James the Jeweler. Fifty dollars coming to Forest Lasso. You cannot regift it, and you cannot donate it to the FFFFFFFFF. So congratulations, Forest Lasso FCC. Of the week, and the real winner is the ladies. Um, who like Forest Lasso, I guess. I learned so much stuff about that crossroads, man. It is way more culty than you would think. <laughs> I don't know, I have a lot of thoughts, so don't tell me what I already think. But this week, uh, I put out an APB all police bulletin last week for questions for a question and answer segment, uh, that I'm calling I'm Listening. I'm listening. I asked and received, uh, I think I ended up about 40 questions. Some of them disturbing. Some of them, is it banal or banal? What's that word? Banal. Some of them banal. Some of them terrible. Some of them great. And uh, we're going to go through them and try to answer as many as we can. Let's do them all. Nick, you got time? (laughs) No, probably not. (laughs) You can jump out for potpourri if we just quit it after, but... uh, I don't really want to do them in order, but if I don't do them in order of when they were asked, then I probably am going to screw up. Um, all of them except for uh, Amelia Clark, Amelia Wolf's question, and Sarah, I will not reveal your last name's questions, were anonymous, but some of them you could kind of tell. Like, who else would refer to themselves as the meme king besides our man, 3Def? <laughs> um, but yeah, the first question, a question we've gotten in real life, a question we get all the time. Who is Chad really? Zach, I'll direct it to you. Who is Chad really? I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Glad I asked you. <laughs> uh, but he's a real human. Yeah, he is real. Um, he's been on the podcast. Um, I believe he's on episode two He's and on episode three. two. He sings. Nick, as someone who knows Chad the least, somehow less than me, who is Chad? I don't know. Like, <laughs> with all, after all these like weddings and like weightlifting things he's been going to for whatever reason every time i think of chad i just think of this guy deadlifting in the middle of a wedding (laughs) sums him up pretty good but uh we'll have chad back on here at some point he stopped responding to the group text so (laughs) that's why he pretty much gets left out no tomorrow he started fire school tomorrow is his first test or exam he's actually he's president of his class in his fire school is this cincinnati no but as soon as he's done with this one he'll probably start cincinnati so he's gonna do two in a row um this is a seems like a totally legit question is there a better way to assert dominance over roommates than to pee in all four corners of my dorm room all right i'll answer that first off drop out 
What kind of fucking idiot goes to college? Nick, you did go to college, but you're not using it, are you? I Yeah, honestly, like, don't go to college. <laughs> yeah, uh, my answer was to get a room that is circular, and then there's no corner to <laughs> pee in. Interesting. I think Chad went to college, too. He's not using his degree either. In your face, um, In your idiots. face, me and Jonah both dropped out of high school, and we're all doing fine. And we both dropped out of junior college um nick did soccer pay for your schooling some of it Ooh, baby we got a scholarship athlete on the podcast and honestly i've not found anything better than pissing on all the corners of your room <laughs> in terms of sitting dominance so no that's honestly the way i'd go uh yeah i i would add some more but we got a lot to get through you could also maybe shit in all four corners <laughs> i will not answer this one who is more sexually inept jimmy or koch what I'll kind of it. question is uh, that koch looks like a rugged Koch has a kid. Yeah, so. he's clearly Sweet. yeah. Jimmy Jimmy looks like a pleaser. Um, <laughs> this one, uh, this might have been a question from the Inquirer. Has Jeff Ruby ever? Wow, we have never even insinuated Jeff Ruby has done something inappropriate. All we've done is read off his Twitter replies. Hashtag follow back. This is like a legit question, which is kind of adorable that somebody would do it. If you could ask your listeners any question, what would it be? Nick, I'm going to start with you. What would you ask? What's your honest opinion of me when you hear me talk on here? <laughs> like, I don't think it we does like a fucking bozo or... <laughs> yeah, I think I would kind of ask the same thing. Like, would you prefer it just be Jonah? <laughs> I think anyone who's heard a solo podcast already knows the answer is no. What do you talk about before you start recording the show, Zach? Yeah, usually we haven't really discussed anything, and we'll, sometimes we'll talk about the game. Especially like if I haven't didn't sit with Nick, and he's here, we'll talk about the game some. Yeah, nothing really. We usually just come over and start. What sort of nonsense gets edited out? Well, you know, I, I left a lot of the nonsense in the day to give you a little idea. Uh, I'll answer a little bit. I, the rest that I edit out is usually a lot of... Uh... Uh... Or, like, Zach, have you noticed anything that gets edited out? A lot yeah. of it's been your stuff. Yeah, I'll go on rants about specific people and sometimes, I don't know, threaten violence or, like, cuss <laughs> a lot. Or, like, really, like, you know, go in hard and then, like, I'll feel bad about it afterwards. And be like, oh, you just take that out. At least, like, throw in a bunch of beeps. Um, another thing is, a lot of times I'll start a sentence and I'll say the first two or three words and then it'll be another five seconds before the sentence gets finished. And uh, sometimes Jonah will cut out that long pause and make it seem like I'm actually, like, you know, on the ball. Yeah, the succinctness, succinctness of the podcast uh, cannot be replicated by uh, someone like Cincinnati Soccer Talk because they do it live. And if we did it live, I'll tell you what, it'd be a lot more boring. Sometimes I, I, uh, I cut out some of Nick's um, excessive soccer talk. <laughs> But I honestly don't think he can even tell. Nick, can you tell? Uh, no, I definitely picked up on that. Uh, <laughs> honestly, this is this is my whole opinion on the editing. Is uh, there is a lot of things that they they're hilarious in my head, and then I like I say it, and I'm immediately like, "Fuck! I hope that gets edited out. That was not funny." Usually, I <laughs> leave then, it in. <laughs> well, you and that's the thing. You leave that in. However, when me and Zach, we both notice when you make a mistake, there's always mysteriously get edited out and i was like you know i remember jonah saying that and i didn't hear it in the podcast so no no i've so, never it's, it's a myself <laughs> it's a conspiracy folks everyone jonah wants you to think he's brilliant yeah well if you spend four hours editing after this fucking nightmare then you can edit out whatever you want touche um, but yeah nothing too exciting or if we like uh really go in on someone personally or <laughs> don't want somebody to hear it 
Sometimes we'll take that out. Uh, a few corporate is the next question. A few corporations are going strawless. Do you think Speedway will jump on this trend? Will you still love a speedy freeze with no straw? Uh, I've got to answer first. I got to say the only part of a speedy freeze that you can drink strawless are the last few bits at the end. You know, when you're tilting the cup back and you're patting the bottom of it. Otherwise, a straw feels extremely necessary for a speedy freeze. Uh, Zach, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'll just get my own straw. Um, a recyclable straw? Yeah, I mean, I've got a kid at home. I've got all those fucking thick straws. I can just use those. I also think Speedway might be one of the last ones to uh, jump on that trend. <laughs> yeah. They don't look like they're looking out for Mother Nature. It is a gas station. I'm reading this and I didn't know. I don't, is this actually true? First, Danny headband Haber cut his hair. Then he left FCC. Now Spencer quotes more jail. Richie has lopped his locks off. Does KLR think this is a sign of an upcoming roster change? Is this the Delilah to FCC's Samson? Did Spencer Richie cut his hair? Now, I don't know. He just stopped slicking it back. It could be the Did exact he? same length. I don't think Spencer Richie's going anywhere, to be honest with you. Do you think like, Mark Village wrote this question? <laughs> <laughs> don't you think it's time he goes? Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. We don't know much about Shifty Village. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I gotta look at Spencer's hair again, but that is something we might want to dive into. Next question, have any of you ever been catfished? Nick, you're the most uh, gullible. Have you ever been catfished? <laughs> it's kind of before our time, honestly. A I'm little bit. standing right next to my wife who's sweeping. I'll just wait a little bit and I'll answer. <laughs> Did you meet your wife on the internet? Yes, we uh, met on uh, Goom. Mingle.com. No, uh, not... <laughs> farmers only. Christian Mingle. ChristianMingle.com. No, no. This gets gets edited out. No. <laughs> of course, it doesn't. Zach, have you ever been catfished? Um, no. Uh, kind of. It was the same person, but it was definitely. I've been Merlin. <laughs> I wrote that as well. I said I've been Merlin. Uh, I will not say the next person, but uh, where you know you see someone's pictures and you're expecting one person, and then they walk outside and you're like. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Go. Hmm. Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> no, I. Uh, <laughs> I went with. Uh, I went with a friend. You know, I'd seen this face from 50 different angles. I was like, oh, it's got to be right. And uh, I wasn't driving. We took two buses out there, and uh, the second I walked in the door, I don't know if you remember this, Jonah. We were in there for maybe five minutes. And I called you to come pick us up. <laughs> like, get me out of this house. So you and Robbie? Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It's like. <laughs> Like, this is not the snazzical that I <laughs> saw on the internet. Uh, if you could sign any non-soccer paying athlete to the FCC squad, who would it be? Zach, do you have any athlete you want to see on the pitch? No. Maybe Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> Most of our listeners probably have no idea who Butterbean is. Google it, you idiots. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, the professor from And One. <laughs> Just try some things. <laughs> yeah, but I think that we got that. His name is Ciceroni. Uh, if the KLR hosts were all characters, oh my God, I answered this completely wrong. But so if <laughs> KLR hosts were characters in the office, who would be Dwight? Who would be Michael? Who would be Jim? Who would be Pam? See, and I, I wrote a response to this. I thought you asked uh, which FCC players. So I'll just list my wrong answer. I said Jim would be Lasso. Uh, Michael Scott would be Jack Stern. Cicerone would be Pam and Dwight would be Jimmy. But you asked the KLR host. Well, first off, that, I don't get that. It was hard. None of them make sense. <laughs> well, Jim's the coolest guy in the office, so I would think he would be Cicerone. And then, uh, I don't know. 
I've been watching like everyone. I watch The Office all the time. And I hate the fucking Jim and Pam. They just are so fucking smug. So I don't, I don't know. It gets to be a little much. Um, Nick, if you had to pick an office character that you think honestly represents you, do you want to? What's the guy that does HR? Toby, yeah. Toby, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I couldn't think of his name. I don't know. I feel like, number one, this is a fucking shitty answer. Number two, that's pretty much who I identify with. I, feel, I don't know. <laughs> wow. If, you don't, <laughs> if you're saying you're a Toby, that's, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I would say um, Nick would be Michael because his sense of humor <laughs> It's a lot like that. Um, Ouch. Whoa. I guess Jim and Pam, I'm going to go with Jonah and Chad, and I'll be Dwight. <laughs> wow. Can't argue with that. If you could replace Coach Koch with any game show host, <laughs> what kind of fucking question is this? Who would you choose? I chose Bob Barker. Always encouraging, but with a mean streak. Zach, do you, do you dare answer? Or should we just move on? <laughs> um, No, I don't really have an answer, but... Fuck, I'd love to replace him with any game show host. <laughs> Ouch, God. Stop winning so much. I'll be sending out I a I think deal. I'll go with uh, Steve Harvey. Steve. <laughs> fair, fair. Nick, can you even name a game show host? Yeah, who's, who's the guy that used to... Uh, Drew Carey. Ray Combs, he killed himself, Nick. <laughs> Cincinnati legend. <laughs> Why would you bring that up, Nick? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just still trying to get over Zach calling me an idiot in the last question, essentially. <laughs> I'm Michael. Now, um... No, I'd be Drew Carey from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Because he likes soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of that, too, yeah. <laughs> um, if I name my second-born child after you, should I use Jonah, Sway, or Sway Jonah? I said Sway J has a nice ring to it, so there you go. Sway J. Nick, I know you've been chewing over this question for a long time, and I'm sure Zach, Zach will want to chime in, but the question was, does being, doesn't being being a vegan suck? Nick? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it does. Honestly, like, I really... <laughs> If, if you're considering like one vegan, don't do it. I'm. I sit here and I think about like how I would love to be chewing on the flesh of sentient beings. Like I think about all the time and contributing to the ruination of the the environment. And uh, just really gonna be bummed when I don't get colorectal cancer. It's gonna suck. <laughs> uh, Zach, anything to add on? No, it doesn't suck. Um, not to age myself which i do all the time i'm 36 but i became vegan 20 years ago and it did kind of suck then now it's fucking it's a piece of cake it's really easy and there's all kinds of fucking awesome fake shit if you are having a hard time um i personally can't really call myself one right now ever since uh my son started eating i've been eating some cheese also i'd say people like do vegan as like this broad brushstroke like oh you're a vegan it's like you could be a healthy vegan could be an unhealthy vegan yeah you could still eat some shitty stuff yeah you can be vegan and drink fucking monster energy drinks and eat grippos all day which a lot of them do or you can eat fucking the good shit (laughs) yeah so there you go anyway it doesn't suck uh ask me about it (laughs) i think they just did ask me where to go i'll tell you we can have a whole podcast on where to eat most downloaded one ever why don't you ever shout out queen city firm when you are going through the supporters groups my answer was i forget that you exist zach talk to me about queen city firm you're a member right yeah no i forget to are you guys out there fucking raising hell i don't think you are why are there no female klr co-host hashtag deckle smash the patriarchy is that you beth smith um zach you can answer this um, yeah, well, one. Megan did co-host. Megan co-hosted an entire episode. Our friend Megan, she was here, she was mic'd, and she didn't speak. Besides her, who are our female season ticket-holding friends? Jonah's wife, Mare, 
and Nick's wife. Well, Nick's wife doesn't come to the games now that she is a roller girl. And Jonah's wife, who's going to watch the two kids while we're recording? Wow, she said smash the patriarchy. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's she's going to replace, we replace you. Um, no. And uh, yeah, I would welcome if someone, if Jonah wants to have a stranger in his home. <laughs> to come record with us. Yeah. By or, all means, uh, send um, all our female listeners. This is a call, Amelia Wolf. If you're at up there, you want to co host a special episode, we can talk about anime, whatever the shit you're into. Yeah, video games. <laughs> whatever, um, you know, not Game of Thrones. Apparently, you're not a big Game of Thrones fan. Sorry, okay? You just looked like one. <laughs> <laughs> You've got saying. that look. You've got the look. Nick, you were the number one person opposed to having a female co-host. What were your thoughts? No, I mean, well, we tried nagging, right? I mean, it didn't really go as planned. <laughs> That's it. She, she kept trying to speak, and no one was talking to her, you know? <laughs> Females don't want anything to do with me. What do you, what do you expect? Uh, true. Um, I welcome whoever, if they want to call in. Beth Smith, was that your question? Yeah, that was you. Yeah. You know, speak up, you know. Yeah. But a lot of people, they get, you know, they get in front of the mic. I'm not saying women. Men and women, they get in front of the mic. They get a little frozen, you know. Yeah. It sounds easy. You know, you can talk. You're probably in your car talking along like you're one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but then you call on, you're like, oh, baby, now I got to actually say something. So let's see what you got. Oh, if you weren't running an FCC, FC Cincinnati podcast, what podcast would you be producing instead? I said it'd probably be an hour-long version of Potpourri. Or I was going to do one with two other people about MTV's Are You The One? I'm sure Nick would have been on that one. <laughs> you could just imagine. Nick, if you could host a podcast, um, but you didn't have to do all the work that wasn't FCC related, what would it be? And I wouldn't fucking have anything to do with another podcast. Period. Appreciate no. that. No, no, no. Um, you, you mean like, is, is it like if, if all of us got to work together on something else, what would it no, be? just another genre. You know, if it's another topic that you'd be, you know. I don't know. It would probably be something related to music punk rock yeah mm. punk rock or mm. country or new country i don't know yeah. um zach how about you um yeah maybe i'll do a parenting podcast yeah. no i'm just kidding i would probably do With terrible uh, advice yeah i don't know maybe like a scott go niche podcast. yeah guys what kind of question is this i shouldn't even read this but i will is it weird that jeff ruby calls mayo Saint X sauce. What does that even mean? That's gross. Kill Mary Bang, Semdewit, Patty Barrett, Patty Barrett, Tyler Polak. Is <laughs> Tyler Polak <laughs> the answers? <laughs> he could have. It's like, did he mean to put Matt Boehner and ended up just putting Tyler Polak? <laughs> yeah. No offense. I'll kill Patty Barrett. We already have beef. Um, I'll marry Tyler Polak. Yeah. His wife is very loyal. She posted on Reddit. And uh, I guess I'll have intercourse with Sem DeWitt. That was my answer. So. <laughs> Nick, any any changes to that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, can it just can I just not answer that and just say I just want to hang out in the hot tub with Alan Koch? <laughs> you can, and you did. Uh, next question, Sarah. Sarah from the Pride, big Bachelorette fan. Her first question. I don't know this because I've never read any Harry Potter books and I've only seen half the movies. Are any of the boys Slytherins? Zach, any clue? No, I didn't really watch or read Harry Potter. I was busy. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can edit that out. Dad listens. Uh, Nick. <laughs> Sorry, I was in a weight room. Like, while everyone else is like hanging out watching kid movies. Uh, great answers. <laughs> Let's move on. Which player would go the furthest on a generic season of The Bachelorette? Now, me and Jonah talked about this. I think we disagreed. I think Patty would go really far, but he is short. I've never seen a short guy in the top yeah. four. He just looks right. And then um, I think Cicerone is the most handsome man on the team. 
I think he's got to go all the way. Um, Nick, I know you don't watch The Bachelorette, but it's where a woman picks from a, <laughs> a pool of suitors. Probably Ledesma. He's got that Latin lover vibe. Mm. Did you? You're, I guess you're not, familiar with, you're not familiar with Juan Pablo's season. He was the Latin lover on a season. Of, which 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 season was that? Because I'm trying to think of the one I didn't watch because I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> it was the one with Juan Pablo. They, he made that. He, they made. He actually, Juan Pablo actually kind of looks like Ledesma. Um, was that the one? Is that the season I had Puck as a bike messenger? <laughs> oh, Nick doesn't watch reality TV. Wow, we're all very impressed, Nick. Jesus Christ. Um, I would pick Forrest Lasso personally, but Ledesma is a good choice. Um, which player would you pick to have your back in a zombie apocalypse? Um, Deckel would be my answer. Yeah, I would take him for sure. Um, 100%. Nick? Yeah, I'm going with Lasso, man. I feel like if you're in like a hairy situation, he's like the kind of Christian that would just like sacrifice himself for you. For you. So, yeah. Fair That's point. Good. This would be too hard to answer. Which would each player, each player, Sarah, Jesus Christ. What would each player's senior superlative be? That's too right, long. Pull out that roster. Let's <laughs> yeah, let's go through all of them. Uh, do you have any pre-game, pre-recording superstitions? Yes, we all get in a huddle. We'd say, what time is it? Game time. Who? Um, no, we don't. Basically, I do all the work, and then these guys just show up. Which player do you think is hiding an impressive, non-athletic talent? I don't think any of them are. <laughs> yeah, we follow all their social media. There's nothing that I've really has jumped out at me. Never heard any of them sing. Never seen any of them dance well. Um, <laughs> it's true. I gotta imagine just the odds are one of them is technically able to sing, just like the ratio of players on the team. Yeah, maybe someone can draw. I don't fucking know. I'm gonna guess Deckel can sing. <laughs> I feel, feel like Mike Lahoud's a singer. I'd like to hear Jimmy sing. I don't think it would be good, but I'm curious. He has a surprisingly deep voice for his appearance. No, he can't sing. Uh, what did John Harks do to get himself fired from FC Cincinnati? What is this, like a real question? Um, apparently... Other than... Other than yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, from what I understand, he was, you know, man amongst the town, but that's just complete conjecture. Zach, do you want to make something up? No, I won't make something up, but that was pretty much... I don't know. What, I think what everyone pretty much decided or heard that... Yeah, he wasn't treating it as if it's a real fucking professional team. I've never had a speedy freeze. Is it like an icy? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's like an icy. It's not like a slush puppy. It's like no, an icy. A slush puppy you could drink without a straw. Like, you could yeah. probably really quickly do a... F I wouldn't no, encourage you, you doing do a, a blizzard a flip, flip <laughs> with, a, with a speedy freeze, but you could like kind of turn it and not lose it all. But if you did a, uh, like a slush puppy, it would just all come out. But uh, just go to Speedway, dude. They're 89 to 99 cents for goddamn 44 ounces. What are you waiting for? Proud sponsor of the podcast. Why did it take you four months to follow me? I'm the meme, I'm the meme king. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse. Um, this question, I'm either it was from Amelia. I'm first name basis. It was from Amelia or someone pretending to be Amelia. I don't even know if I want to read this. It's such a bizarre question that I'm not going to try to answer. So what would make you sadder? What do you, who do you guys think we are? Posting porn all over your social media work account while your co-workers fist bump in the air, praying for your firing. Or having sexual fantasies so vanilla they consist of big boobs and Hoover-like blowjobs. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> First off, do you think we have office jobs? <laughs> yeah. Social media work account? <laughs> Yeah, that would be my house. I don't do I work, with, I work with four people. One, one is 75, one is 60. Me and Austin just sand wood all day. Yeah, Nick, you don't have an office job either, do you? 
so you don't have to. No, I, I do. I work in I work in the office. It's a family company though, so it's I can tell you it's really weird when my dad catches me watching porn there. <laughs> Apparently, based on people, that's I think that's all we do. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Amelia, I'm sorry if that's really you and that was a real question, but um, you can defend yourself when you're co-hosting. If you want to text week. me, I, I'll give you a real answer. <laughs> oh, funny story about working for Google. When I was working for the airline, I was out in uh, Billings, Montana, for a month. We were out at a restaurant bar, and you know, we were kind of lying to people about what our job was, which was just like baggage handlers. <laughs> uh, and we all said we worked for Google, and that we uh, <laughs> we took the pictures <laughs> of the. <laughs> For Google Maps, we'd fly over places and take pictures. There's not like people flying over taking pictures, but oh, did they believe it? Oh, that's cool. That sounds like an awesome job. It is. We work for Google Maps. Yeah, when I was working for the airline, we lost uh, Paul Walker's luggage. <laughs> Later that year, we lost Paul Walker. Will you attend the Northside Yacht Club screening for the 25th anniversary of Airborne? This question alerted me to the fact that that was actually happening. Um, and all honestly, I don't really do anything, so odds are that I will not go, but I'm gonna say yeah, that sounds like something I would get behind. Zach, my question for you, did they listen to the podcast? I'm like, oh shit, 25th, we better do this, or do you think it was an independent decision by the Northside Yakko? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, the owners are the right age to be down with Airborne, so it makes sense. They are, and they're, you know, they should know. I don't know, maybe I'll walk down there, I don't fucking know. I just rewatched it, it's such a fast watch it's easy to rewatch nick i know you'll be there Northside yacht club i'll be rolling in with rollerblades <laughs> michael scott here which player from our first this is a great question which player from our first three years would you elect to a future fc cincinnati hall of fame and why would it be kyle Gregg? <laughs> i'm glad you answered the question for us um, Here, I'll answer why Zach gets his shit together. Let's go with the. Uh, I'd go with GB. Just because of his contribution during that US Open Cup run. I mean, granted, we didn't win. It's, you know, not the biggest story ever, but I feel like in terms of FCC lore, that he's definitely earned his place. Uh, love GB. Last three questions came at once. Um, I'm convinced it was Sarah hopped up on wine who asked these, but she said it wasn't her, and so it really hurts my feelings. The first one was, does the lion mascot have a name? Ignoring that. Second one, why does Jonah talk like a stupid valley girl? <laughs> you know what? I've kind of thought I sounded like that, and you touched a nerve. <laughs> the last question was, why does KLR objectify Lindsay Patterson? Wow! We don't. We don't. We point out when someone else does. Yeah, we're objectifying Pat Brennan. Yeah. Get it straight. We're the call-out part of call-out culture. <laughs> yeah. We're the most important cog in the machine. And next week when you hear a woman on this podcast and your mind explodes, you know, you can stuff it in a sack. Emma Watson's always tweeting at us like, keep up the good job, boys. <laughs> tweeting in her accent. But yeah, so if you guys want to ask questions again, we can make it a shorter segment in the future. We don't have to make it a goddamn hour long. I got a text from my wife. She says she has to leave, which means I have to leave. Nick, do you have any final <laughs> thoughts on everything and anything? Just a whole lot of Michael Scott jokes floating around in my head. I don't think... That that will add to anything. No, it was uh, it's it's been a, it's been a nice run here, man. The team. Uh, Nick, uh, great final thoughts. Zach, how about you? Um, I bought an away ticket for Louisville, but I think the pie tasters might be playing that night, so I don't know if I'm gonna go now. Hashtag Scott. Still TBD for me. My final thoughts, guys. First place. Can you really? Can you believe it? We finally made it to first place. First week of the season, we've been in first place. Wow! <laughs> Hope it lasts forever. First place forever. Nick's questionable forever. Girl on the podcast whenever. Rise together. Rise together.